We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. That's a lot of cock. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. This is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady Brett. Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go uh, for yet another week. Although, you may, I, I may need a wheelchair. I have done something just ridiculously stupid, and I'm in agony. I thought it was just a good workout. I woke up this morning, and I'm like, what have I done? Uh, I haven't been able to work my legs for a long time because of the surgeries and all the fun, so I'm like, I'm going to jump back in. You Big. got the green light. I've had the green light. Oh. I just haven't gotten around to it. Not like this. Not like, all right, let's get serious about this. Get back to what you used to do. Hopped on this uh, this jump rope is like the greatest workout ever. You don't have to do any lifting. You just have to be start getting good at jump rope. There's little kickouts and side-to-sides and all this stuff. So I figured I'd hop on this uh, old boxing website I knew. Like, let's get this together, son. And it's 10 three-minute rounds of uh, jump rope, different types of ways of doing it. <laughs> Nothing to it. It's going to kick me, but I up, uh-uh. had no idea how bad a shape my legs are in. This is awful. So uh, between uh, breaks, I'm going to need Brett. You take the right one. Brett, right. you take the left, and we're going to rub these down. And uh, a lot today. I mean, a lot, because I can't walk. Like, it's a struggle. This is awful. Working out sucks. Brady's got the right idea. I worry about the uh, cramping. <laughs> cramping? I wish I'd cramp. That would feel a thousand times better. You know that feeling? You'll know, Brett. When you drink in the middle of the night, and your legs just go, I'm going to wake him up with the worst cramp he's ever oh, had yeah. ever yeah. of all time. Uh, that's what it feels like pretty much all the time. Got the Charlie horse I got the Yeah, and it won't stop. Like, my toes are curled up like the Wicked Witch under the house right now. I, this is <laughs> awful. So, if you hear an occasional, oh, it's because I tried to move. And, uh, yeah, I, I got to go back to former Chicago Cub great Rick Russell's thing. Get fat. You've never heard one guy ever miss a game in baseball because he pulled his fat. And he's right. If you don't have muscles, you can't hurt them. Why do I do this? I look around. I don't see anybody else doing this. It's stupid, uh, but I, I can't stop. Jumping rope. I was so happy yesterday, bouncing around. Guy's like, okay, kickouts. I'm like, I can do kickouts. That's easy, kickouts. Side to sides, you know, the twist. Three minutes are up. I'm like, I'm killing this. This is easy. Fifth, sixth round, I'm like, I'm a little tired. I'm winded, but I'll be okay. Uh-uh, now I can't walk. I need to be carted around. The whole point of working out is so you 
don't break down, and that's all it does to me. I got to try the other method, just eating and just keep doing it, man. Over, two weeks from now, you'll be gold. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not in the hospital, <laughs> and the whole time I'm watching the news and uh, seeing that horrible story that happened at Lake Pleasant, that lady was just water skiing, a boat prop chopped her leg off, and she died. It's, it's horrifying. I, I can't. Like, and that's the kind of stuff where people are like, well, what do you work out? I'm like, why do you water ski? Like, those are the, I've never, my, uh, a friend of my dad's fell off at Bartlett Lake, his water ski, and the, and the, going fast enough, it broke his leg. Opened it up, too. Bones sticking out, all that stuff. Opened it right up. And, uh, you know, mid-30s guys, like, I'm all right. It just broke my leg. And he's sitting in the water. They finally get him out of the water. They get him back to the hospital. I'm like, the water's so dirty. Uh, it's in the bones and stuff where it's like wildly infected immediately, yeah. and uh, you gotta take the leg. He's like, "What?" Just dropped his leg off, and I'm you like, "See That's the an- moss hanging off the bone?" Oh, yeah, yeah. We see like the little fish are trying to clean it, and it's yeah. just not fast enough. Ugh. So yeah, that was a horrible, horrible story this weekend. That was terrible. And then I wanted to get into this with you because it's. I want to see how this goes with your team, Brett. Uh-oh. I've had to listen to this if you watch sports or pay attention to any sports stuff online. Yeah. The Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson dust-up that yeah. happened. I think it was Friday, right? Thursday, Friday or Saturday? Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Saturday. Anyway. Might have been Friday. Tim yeah. Anderson, who if you're not a White Sox fan, is a little bit of a, a, an annoying gnat douchebag. No. <laughs> if you're a White Sox fan, you love the guy. He's great. He's, he's all over the place. <laughs> he does everything right. But if you're not a White Sox fan, you look at him and he kind of looks like if Kevin Hart was on speed, he won't stop talking. Like, you see him just constantly going. Josh Donaldson is known as kind of just a dick. A dick. He's a baseball dick. Yeah. There's plenty of those. Mark Grace kind of had that. Like, wow, this guy's cool, but he's kind of a – like, he's an antagonist. Almost the way Charles Barkley was either a dick or your best friend. But now he's everybody's best friend. So uh, Tim Anderson gets on first base. Josh Donaldson's playing first, right? And, uh, and he's calling him Jackie. As in Jackie Robinson. He's making jokes about him. Like, hey, Jackie, how's it going? Like, that kind of stuff. Because at one point, Tim Anderson said he was going to bring back fun to baseball the way Jackie Robinson did. He was the next Jackie Robinson. So Josh Donaldson kind of took exception laughing at that, going, oh, yeah, you're the next Jackie Robinson. That's, you know, kind of making fun of it. So evidently, and I don't know if this is true or not, Josh Donaldson said, I've been calling that guy Jackie for years. This weekend, it pissed Tim Anderson off to the point where he said Josh Donaldson's a dick and he's a racist. So I listened to an entire debate this morning and last night on ESPN and everything else. If a white man's allowed to call a black man Jackie, is Jackie the new N word? And that's what it's it's touchy. I mean, it is now. I think it. Yep. I, I think it goes both ways because in that interview he did say, but that was years ago. That was a couple years back. And that's what Josh Donaldson said. I've been doing this for years because of that. Whether interview. he has or hasn't, right. that I don't know. If that's he just started it. doing it, then then it's a dick racist move. But if he's been doing it the whole time, then then dude, just get over it. And I'm it, a White Sox fan. Is it because he was calling him um, Jackie because yeah. he was like, you got a long way to go in order to accomplish what. He's not, like, nobody's going to be Jackie Robinson. I'm going to call Robinson myself again. Larry Bird. Right. Just call me. And, and I call and, you Larry. Yeah. Am I making fun of you or all white people? You're making fun of me. I'm making fun of you for being so high and mighty to even put your, your name in the To quote Will Smith, take Jackie Robinson's name out your mouth, basically, is yeah. what Josh Donaldson's like. You're not Jackie Robinson. Or he's a wild racist and found a way to call a guy a racial slur without saying a That's racial slur. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I mean, I don't know yeah. which... I. Don't have an opinion, to be I honest with you. Any- I mean, he's a White Sox, and that's my player. I'm going to back him. Right. But 
I, but you're also a white. It's kind of one. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things where like. You know, those guys are on the ball field. They're talking smack constantly. left and right. Yeah, Unless he came out and said straight up called him the N-word or something. Oh, sure. Then I can see it or, you know. But. That's fairly obvious. That would be a pretty obvious thing. But the, I listened to Keyshawn Johnson for a few seconds this morning. And uh, he's like, uh, you know, it's racist. Like, is that a, it's a racist thing for a white guy to ever say that to a black guy. And I'm like, man, we're going to just nitpick this down to the fact that if we ever try to be inclusive or together again it's going to be so difficult what this is doing is dividing races oh yeah there's no discussion of this if if one side's saying anything you say to us can be held to a racist standard and the other side's doing it it will never be in the same room together it can't be done because it's going to be too tense like if i can't make a joke about like you know did you just call yourself jackie rob okay jackie perfect oh that's racist i'm like wait a second you said it first i think what josh donaldson did it's the same thing as the we had a guy who uh, changed uh, at my very first boxing gym. He changed from his name was like Kevin or something like that to uh, Kareem Kalem something. He switched. He became uh, you know, Muslim. Muslim. Yeah, and it took forever for us to pick it up. Like hey, Kareem Kalem, it's all right, man. You can call me Kevin still. I'm like I can. Yeah, for a little while. I'm like well, how long? And then, so Let you get it, and up. then you finally get to it. But we just started calling him Muhammad because he's boxing, and it was easier to remember. Was that racist? Maybe, but it was just basically all right, Muhammad. Like you, that's a switch out. We we don't know what you've done here. You used to be Kevin, and you thought that you thought that was difficult. I can't imagine what it's like now when a man turns into a woman at the boxing gym and oh, you got to call him by their name. But we just went right to Muhammad because it was the easiest thing. Muhammad Ali, right? That was the he never once got upset at it. And it was literally making fun of him. We were doing it on purpose to go, we don't know your name at all. We're not even going to try Muhammad. Kevin or Muhammad, that was it. But the Kalem, Kalef, I forgot. I still to this day don't know. Right in between there? It's Muhammad. What are you going to do? So is it racist now to say Jackie to a guy who called himself Jackie Robinson? I don't know about the racist part, but again, it's kind of a – if he's been doing it for all these years, then – then it is what it is. Get over it, Tim. But if he, if he yeah. just started doing it, it's a dick move. But is it illegal because, to be a dick? Because the point that he no, was absolutely saying, not. That's the thing. Absolutely it's not. not against the rules to be a dick. It's just being a dick. Because uh, he's never given anyone a hard time or made Josh uh, Donaldson. No, oh, yeah, he's a dick. It, oh, he's a dick. He's a dick. I know, but I'm talking about other players. Everyone's busting everyone's balls in that. Oh yeah, yeah but you he's know? he's known for it. Like, Part of it. He's had incidences where people are like, man, that Josh Donaldson's impossible. But was he ever racist? Part of, it, one, part of it, I wonder if, in a way, it was Tim lighting a fire under the White Sox asses, too. Because Those right after that, they they swept him in New York on a doubleheader. And we know about Tony La Russa. And Tony went out immediately and fired it up. And right. he's done that before. And that's, know, yeah, I wonder if it was yeah. something to let's do. Let's light a fire under these guys' asses. Yeah, because they're not really They're not they playing up to their be. potential. Yeah. No. Maybe, but is racism what it takes to light them up? Maybe, or faux racism. Hey, I'll take whatever it takes. At this we point. have to start lightening up a little bit because what has ever happened to that racist uh, Mason Rudolph? Right. Well, look, you remember that when I said the next day, I'm saying he's going to say that uh, somebody called him the N word. That's the only way Miles Garrett gets yeah. out of this. And then the next day, there's this page of papers that said, "Yeah, he called him the N word." I never believed it happened in the first place because two black guys standing right next to him defended Mason Rudolph, and one of them was a Cleveland Brown trying to break the whole thing yeah. up. Had that guy heard 
Mason Rudolph slurring away. You let Miles Garrett at him. There's no stopping that. And not one other guy on the field said I heard it. So that was just a that was just Miles Garrett saving his own ass. And and yeah. again, uh, Mason Rudolph defended that beautifully by saying, "Come at me. Tell ask anybody on that field if I've ever done that or if I've ever done. It I've right. got a history that's impeccable." So if I all of a sudden lost it to that guy, the biggest specimen in football, then I'm an idiot and deserve to get beat up. And that that was just Miles Garrett trying to stay out of jail essentially for trying to kill a guy. Yeah. Dropped. I mean. You do hear terrible stuff on the sidelines of a football field, but never, you know, like if he called him that, nobody would have defended it. There wouldn't have been, you know, Marquise Pouncey wouldn't have been laying on top of Mason Rudolph for trying to peel him off. Uh, Ojakobi or whatever that guy's name is yeah. wouldn't, have, wouldn't have started fighting with another black guy on that. They'd have all been kind of like, hey, they'd have gotten Mason out of there and maybe had a big, long talk with him. But nobody else said, yeah, Mason said it and he was wrong and it set off miles. And there were like eight guys in it. So that's a joke. That one's different than this because everybody admits what happened. Josh Donaldson's, yeah, I called him Jack. He'd been doing it for years. Tim Anderson's like, I'm tired. I think he just got sick of Josh Donaldson getting Could under his skin. Running his mouth, yeah. yeah. I love it. I See that? Great. That doesn't mean it's a, you know, the guy just got to him. The guy's, like you said, the guy's just a dick. Yeah, but is, there, but is it, like if you said I'm Wayne Gretzky and then hit the ice, you'd tease constantly, hey, Wayne. When I used to play in softball leagues, and there was this one dude that wore Under Armour all the time, and we would always, you know, like protect this house when yeah. he was because he, would, he was house. taking it too seriously. Yep. Like we're laughing too hard at this. We got to protect this house, and my friend Dorsey's dying. Like that guy's going to kill you, and I'm like, <laughs> but he's in Under Armour. I there's nothing I can do. I if I wanted to defend myself against him, I couldn't. He's in Under Armour, and it was his outside clothes. The tights and the tight shirt. You're just mad because you don't have this physique. Was his comeback. And then the whole bench laughed and he was done. <laughs> like the minute we got under his, that's part of sports. Try to get under the other guy's yeah. skin and, you know, see if you can make him a Way little bit. chance. Yeah, have. You, you mentally get under there and he starts doing other stuff. But when he's standing on second clapping and our whole side going, we must protect this house. And he's like, you're just mad. We're like, we got him. We got him. And sometimes it works and sometimes it backfires. Sometimes a dude goes off. Yeah. Yep. Like he that's when you know, oh boy, he's good. And that's where I'm saying with the with the socks. I'm I'm wondering if it was just lighting a fire under their ass. Yeah. Again, the the Yankees have the best record right now and they swept them yep. in New York. Yeah. And the on the doubleheader, so. That was the uh the beatdown of uh Muhammad Ali on I forget who the fighter was. <clears throat> it refused to call him Muhammad. He kept calling him Cassius. Cassius. And every time he'd land a punch, he'd go, say my name. Say my name. And he beat the living out of this guy. And every punch was, say my name. Say my name. I don't think it was Sonny Liston. I, I can't remember. It was not the second fight. That was a fluke anyway. But still, you try that stuff. You get under a guy's skin. Sometimes he beats your ass afterwards. Tim Anderson, they beat their ass. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, though, because now we're like, all right, is there ever going to be a time where we can all just go, that's between two people? Or does it always represent Every single person in the race. That's what I'm sick of. Every time Josh Donaldson says something stupid, white people are. Every time Tim Anderson is this, black people are represented. But it's not the case. It was two guys who may or may not like each other that made their feud public, and now it represents all of people in sports. And how often is this happening? It's like, come on. If we ever really want to be like peaceful... With uh, each race being, we gotta we gotta be cool. 
Ricky oh, Anderson and Jose Canseco never got into a fight, even though Ricky would say, and I really liked the time you were dating LaDonna. <laughs> right, and he was dating right. LaDonna, and he kept saying LaDonna. <laughs> he didn't know who Madonna was. Ricky was busy looking Ricky in the mirror. Ricky liked Ricky a lot. Ricky introduced himself to John Olerud and said that uh, he used to play with a guy who wore a helmet and played first base, and John Olerud had to remind him that that was him. That was me, uh, Ricky. We played together for a few years. Is that you? I remember playing with a guy who had a helmet on all the time. Had some soft skull prop. That was me, Ricky. We've been friends for years. Ricky referred to Ricky as Ricky. Ricky, I mean, yeah. Ricky him, had yeah. to remind himself what his name was on the rig. It's crazy. So, yeah, that, that was going on and on in sports this week, which I, I laughed at hysterically because, again, I'm only here for the jokes, and that's a good one. That's one where you're just sitting back going, really? This couldn't have just been handled between two men? It's got to become a TMZ sports story of like, is this racist? Did this is it racist? No, he didn't try to keep him from having a job. He didn't try to tell him his race was better than the other. He was being a dick to another human being. That's growth. That's part of what Martin Luther King wanted: a white guy and a black guy playing the same game. One getting paid more than the other, by the way. I think Tim Anderson's probably got a bigger paycheck than Josh Donaldson. If not, they're pretty even. Yeah. So it was never like somebody holding the other guy back. It was one guy being a dick to another guy who took it bad. That's called a bar fight. Handle it like men. Run to the cameras after and talk about racism. And then Josh Donaldson didn't even admit, I'm a dick, which he could have said, I was being a bit of a dick. The guy, I, That's Josh, what he should have did. What he should have said yeah. was, look, I was being a dick. It got under his skin. I'm sorry if he took it that way. I'll, I'll talk to him. That's how men handled things before social media and cameras and everything else. They would go, hey, did I, I didn't mean to piss you off that way. I was making fun of you because of the thing. Or just basically come out and say, yeah, I hate that little bastard. What happened to that? I do hate that, that prick, and I'll say anything I want to him. That dude, as an individual, I can't stand. It's ridiculous. Because then it would have came uh, out that Jim he's black. Ever. That's why <laughs> you don't you don't like him because he's black. Okay, you know, and then there we go again. Uh, right, because we can't be that's friends. What we all do now. The media won't let us be yep. friends. It's th- this guy says I'm white and my lady is black. We have two sons. Uh, when our oldest, seven, name is Lakai, starts acting up, I call him Darnell. Is that racist? Ask your wife. I don't know. I don't think that's racist. I think that's hilarious. No comment. If you, this sounds bad. If you own him, it's not racist. (laughs) We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. <laughs> Is that bad? I think that may sound it worse. Does yeah, sound, it does sound bad. Technically, that guy owns that child. Am I wrong? It's his possession. Yeah, I Yeah, am. so if you own it, you can call it. It's whatever My you want. My dad owned me. You know, My I, dad yeah. still owns yeah. me. I mean, legally, I'm on my own, but when it comes down to it, who's responsible for this kid? It goes back to him. I'm the apple, he's the tree. So again, as a white dad and a black mom, if you own that child, then you can call him whatever you want. I don't have to agree with it, but that's, but that's the family. <laughs> Got to be a better name. Got to be a better word than own it, but that's really what you do with your kids. So yeah, I, I just wish we could get back to the olden days where it's like, come on. 
just two dudes being dicks to each other. And one guy's trying to wreck another guy's entire life over uh, what could be construed as racist. And I can see the, I can see the, the devil's advocate in it. It's like, yeah, I can see where you're trying to be a dick because he's black. But if I, look, if I had a friend who called himself Michael Jordan on the basketball court. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I would say, I would be like, all right. You're friends with LeBron? Yeah, look here, Pioneer. I don't like LeBron because of that. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he thinks he's the best of, he thinks he's the best of all time. And it rubs me the wrong way. It has nothing to do with what color he is. I don't care. I don't like him. It's just ridiculous. And none of the other Yankees came out and said, oh, yeah, we've had a problem with Josh being a racist. Well, that's a, that's their team. Uh, that's so what they, I'm saying. Not supposed to. Wouldn't a racist person be hard to deal with, even on your own team, if he truly just hated that race? No one would like him well, on Ted Williams was team. that way. Ted Williams hated black people, yeah. and there wasn't a black player on the White so- or Red Sox till he left. Yeah, so he didn't have to run into that problem of yeah. uh, a teammate not liking no, him. No, because Ted Williams was in enough control of the Red Sox that nine years after Jackie Robinson, he retired, and then they got uh, African-American players in Boston. And Boston was still mad about it. Boston's probably still mad about it. Oh, yeah. Boston is a nightmare racist town. (laughs) Dave hit us up saying, I wonder what Kara thinks about this whole situation. Kara, Kara, the emailer, has got to be losing her mind right now over calling that kid Darnell. Well, like I've always said, f*** you, Kara. That's what I think. That's the end of that. Uh, And also then I read the thing on TMZ about the – the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle has finally said his piece, and it was and he was triggered by Dave's homophobic jokes. And the, it's the, the whole thing. If you read this article, this is listen to this. This guy's like uh, he's twenty three years old. His name's Isaiah Lee. He talked to the New York Post, and he said, uh, "I identify as bisexual, and I wanted him to know." What he said was triggering. I wanted him to know that next time he should consider running his material by people it could affect. Isn't that the whole point of stand-up comedy is to run your material by a group of people and see how it goes? Uh, And then it said – what what was the thing he said? Uh, I'm also a single dad and my son is five. It's a struggle. Dave made fun of homelessness homelessness that night. He should know that's not a joke. Uh, He was also sexually abused as a minor – and Dave made jokes about that, pedophilia, and things like that, too. He should probably take a look at that material. Uh, on his injuries, uh, he said that after, while they were hitting me, they spit on me and twisted me as if it were on purpose. Uh, he said the fake uh, gun that he pulled on him that night was just a knife. Uh, I told him, uh, while, I told Chappelle, who asked me why I did it, that my mother and grandmother fought for civil rights to be able to speak, and they'd be upset at the things he said. Fought for the right to speak freely and beat up a guy who was speaking freely. Yeah. And Chappelle said to him that night, which I think is just so gangster, your story dies with you, son, (laughs) which is just awesome. So here's the rules now, because the picture of the dude beat up, they beat his ass backstage. As they should. As they should. You wander up on stage anytime instead of just leaving. Uh, More than wandering. I'm going to tell you this. He was spearing for a tackle. Yeah. People, people who, uh, people aren't going to want to hear this, but this is a fact. If you've been raped as a child, uh, if you were homeless for a while, um, if you are in the midst of a transition that is a tad strange because you're a six foot three inch man in a dress, and you've not dealt with any of those things, stay so far from a comedy club. 
that you can't even you can't even count the steps it would take to get there. It's like being on Mars. You don't belong at a comedy show ever. The fact that you are trying to dictate what is funny is not going to fly with the general public. You as an individual have a lot to deal with. Now, there are some people who have been through rape or incest or uh, pedophilia or anything else that have somewhat dealt with it and used humor to do it. They are not going to go to a comedy club and go, I hope he doesn't talk about this or I'm going to lose my mind. If you have any topics in your head that will spark you to the point of attack, comedy clubs aren't for you because there's a real good chance that one of the three people on that stage, every time you go, is going to hit a button. And you got to be able to control yourself. Comedy clubs aren't for everyone, period. They're just not. If Todd a, Glass did a good pre-roll at the uh, yeah. improv. Basically telling everyone, if you're pissed off, I don't give a shit. Shut up. Enjoy the show. If something gets you, sit down. Take it. It's your turn. Sit down. Shut up. Laugh. Yeah. Laugh. Shut up. Laugh. Shut up. <laughs> you were going to talk. If that made you mad, you were going to talk. That's what Mencia said before he went on. He yeah. goes, hey, these are the rules. If you, if you don't like it, I will give you your money back personally. Just right. get out. Yeah. Get out. Don't come towards me. Go towards yeah. the door. And by the way, have a little self-awareness and know... I'm on eggshells a lot about my past. I probably shouldn't go to a place where there's no rules on what we talk about. If, if you know, Twitter's probably not for you. Facebook's probably not for you. Although you can delete a lot of things on there, and you can have your echo chamber. Wandering into an open forum discussion, and you've got problems with how you got fingered by your uncle. You shouldn't be at a comedy club. If you're bisexual and you haven't dealt with it, you don't go to a Dave Chappelle show. Unless you're there to attack him. You're just not, you're not there for fun. And every comedian, by the way, does run their material past some people first. Almost always. <laughs> like, that's really. Chappelle does it for the uh, public more than anything. He'll do a lot of trial and error. Well, that's, what, that's when there. they do yeah. it. You go to the comedy store and you work out your new chunks. You workshop a bunch of things at the, at the club. And you run into some people every now and then that have seen Chappelle right. working out. It's like, man, I went one time. It was uh, – I didn't like a lot of the sure. stuff that he was doing. There's it wasn't pissed stuff. off. He just, it just wasn't funny. It wasn't working yet. So yeah. I've never heard anybody say that about Chappelle, but yeah, maybe. He did eight hours one night. That was the one thing that I heard that – it was like it was just so long. Well, he did eight hours. I know. If you stayed for all of it, that's your fault too. Yeah. If it's so long and he doesn't intend on stopping and you can leave at any time – leave he went for eight hours early yeah he well oh yeah he tried to break the record and it, it, a couple of guys beat it but he did eight hours at the comedy store eight hours he's got more than eight hours of material oh yeah but the fact that he knocked it cold is pretty amazing so yeah and again i remember there was a lady on tv once that did an interview that she was on cnn patrice o'neill just crushed her but uh basically saying you know some of these topics should never be brought up because there's people in the audience that will be offended and then so he's like, name the topics. And she named a few. And then he named a few more. And he goes, what about this? And she goes, those are good too. He goes, you just eliminated everything to talk about. It, who are you? And that's the whole point. Comedy plus time. Or uh, tragedy plus time is comedy. We deal with it that way. Some people that cannot deal with it should not be going to these shows. I don't know how we put up like a, a questionnaire or something before you go into the comedy club. Well, it's like, you know, put up as much uh – disclaimers as you can on the beforehand right if you were raped yep. please turn back it's I mean, like it's there the, might be some topics it's the forest of apples for the wizard of oz turn back this is not for you and if you want to trudge through you're going to get hit with some apples the, the trees throw apples 
and you're going to get hit by a few, you and Dorothy and the rest of the gang. But the signs clearly said, be careful. It was bad enough when we had to get go through COVID tests to get into concerts. Now we're going to have to go through psych evaluation before we enter a comedy show. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Take your vitals. Yeah. yeah. When was the last? Katrina's standing outside. When was the last time you were fingered by a family member? Well, it was just a few days ago. I'm really not over it. But I, I, I thought a few laughs in a safe environment. It's not a safe environment. It's, we need less safe environments and more environments where we get tougher skin. All those people that are screaming and yelling about how I'm not getting a vaccine because the key to COVID is catching it and having natural immunity. It's the same thing with words. Have some natural immunity when they start peppering you with things that make you and only you uncomfortable. If you're the uncomfortable one, you have to deal with your problems. not everybody else's job to stand down. Oh, I can't stand it. Cannot stand it. It's crazy. What are you going to do? That guy needs to get beat down again. Hopefully in prison, because guess what? Now in prison, you're going to hear some really uncomfortable stuff, too, and probably relive that childhood rape that you yeah. had before. No, they're more sensitive. You think? They're going to, hey, do you want to talk, bro, about rape before I rape you? That'd be nice. Okay. The sisters are going to jump him in the shower? Yeah, you don't mind that I beat off what we talk about when you were attacked as a child, do you? And call me Jackie. <laughs> right. It all, all goes full circle. I'm the Jackie Robinson of rape around here. I was the first black guy to win MVP at raping guys. Anyway, yeah, you don't compare yourself to Jackie Robinson or you expect jokes. You just don't. Like if I came on and said, I am Howard Stern. I'm as good as Howard Stern ever. What people would be like, all right, Howard, calm yep. down. <laughs> here comes Howard. Yeah, yeah, here comes Howard, everybody. He thinks it's Howard Stern. It's crazy. fine. You have that nickname. It is funny how <laughs> right. if you, you have that nickname, but there's always one person out there that when they say it, it bothers you, and yeah. that's exactly that's what, what happened. What happened. Yeah. yeah. And Josh Donaldson is a dick. So again, we go back to the idea that a dick called a sensitive guy a name, and suddenly it's a national debate because ESPN won't leave leave it be. Can't we focus on the Puerto Rican dude that choked out the PGA Championship yesterday? Can we make that about being Puerto Rican? Maybe he heard something he didn't like on the 17th hole. None of you people should be playing on our course. Mow it. Oh, my God. Shank. Shankity shank shank water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was that was an epic moment. Anyway, that's what we should be talking about in sports. Uh, the fact that I almost won $11,000 last night if Luka Doncic could have had six assists. God damn it. He's screwing you left and right lately, man. The Baltimore Orioles screwed me Friday. God damn it! That was a huge one. Nine-leg parlay. I picked all favorites. Would have won like 1800 bucks on a $50 freebie. The Orioles winning overtime. Extra it was the only game I wasn't worried about. They've been, the Rays beat them 16 games in a row. Or 15 games. That would have been 16. The best team in the American League against the worst team. Arguably one of the worst teams in baseball history. And it's on the bubble. And I'm sitting there like, they just tied it in the eighth? Are you kidding me? And, that guy, and I'm watching the Orioles and Rays on a Friday night like it's the World Series Game 7. FanDuel has just made my life so much different. <laughs> I'm watching terrible, terrible baseball games with stake in it. And I, it wasn't even my money. It was the free bet. Those free bets are dangerous. They're fun. I'll take and do stupid stuff make with the those. Monsters. Oh my god, I make some stupid bets with and those. And it's one bets. or two away. I... Oh, I missed three parlays as we can buy one. Again, I've told you this. It's Latin for you'll miss by one. And see all those little green check marks and then that one X. Oh. Stupid Luka Doncic. You donkey. Thinks he's Larry Bird. Just call him Larry. That's what we should do next time Luka's here. Larry. 
I will have to say this, Suns fans. If, I, if there was no such thing as the Suns or I was not a Suns fan, I think I could get behind the Dallas Mavericks for one reason and one reason only. Their marketing team, and I don't know if it was here or if it was in Europe first, whoever came up with this, brilliant. But when, uh, and I don't know that they have a sound for it because the religious people would get upset, but it says hallelujah all across the arena when he does something special. And I, and I want that to be a thing where people, hallelujah, where they actually have it done. And they just, just one is good, just blast it. I don't need him singing for a half hour, Brady. Just one big hallelujah every time he hits a shot or a three because that is gold. And I could really get behind that. That's clever. I loved Hallelujah, and it's on that center, you know, the scroll that goes across the middle of the arena on the on the it's on around the gondola the around the, the ring. ring. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's the best. Hallelujah is funny, but they're gonna they're they're about to get swept out. And sons, be grateful that your team got bounced by the Mavericks because I don't know what Golden State would have done to you, but it wouldn't have been pleasant. It's going to be what that happened to that dude who attacked Chappelle in jail. He's going to have a better time than what Phoenix would have had against Golden State. Our sons were not prepared to play that team. So it's lucky that they didn't squeak past Dallas because the way they were playing and the way Golden State's playing, holy Moses. They played a bad game last night and won that thing by 10. Uh, let's get a wake-up song to start this glorious day off. 585-9800 is a good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.